Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is hip dysplasia. You take your infant daughter to the doctor for a wellness check. During the visit, the doctor does a physical exam. Afterward, she tells you that she thinks your daughter has hip dysplasia and recommends that she be treated. What exactly is hip dysplasia? How is it treated? Could it have been prevented? When a hip socket doesn't fully cover the ball portion of the upper thigh bone, the humerus, it's known as hip dysplasia. The condition is usually present at birth because initially the hip joint is made of soft cartilage that gradually hardens into bone. The ball and socket of the joint need to fit together well since they are molds for each other. If the ball isn't securely in the socket, the socket doesn't fully form around the ball, which means that it becomes too shallow. The hip joint can easily become partially or entirely dislocated if this occurs. Hip dysplasia can result in the final months before birth because the womb can become so crowded that the hip joint ball moves out of the proper position. A few factors cause the reduced space within the womb, such as having a large baby, it being the mother's first pregnancy, or the baby is in the breech position. While doctors check for signs of hip dysplasia shortly after birth and in subsequent well-baby checks, if the malformation is mild, it might not be noticed until the child is older or a teenager. So, symptoms vary depending on the age of the individual. For infants, the usual sign is that one leg is longer than the other, or one hip is less flexible during diaper changes than the other. As the child learns to walk, they may develop a limp. For teens, hip dysplasia results in painful conditions like osteoarthritis or a hip labral tear. The labrum is the soft cartilage that outlines the socket portion of the hip. If it's damaged, it can tear. This typically causes activity-related groin pain or the feeling of instability in the affected hip. Besides the previously mentioned risk factors, others include a family history of hip dysplasia, being female, or swaddling the baby tightly with their hips and knees straight. Osteoarthritis is more likely to occur because of higher contact pressures over a smaller surface area of the socket, resulting in the smooth cartilage on the bones wearing away over time. The cartilage is supposed to help the bones glide against each other as the joint moves. When it isn't present, the bones rub on each other, and this is known as osteoarthritis. Treatment for hip dysplasia depends on the person's age and the extent of the hip damage. If the condition is discovered before six months of age, the doctor will want the child to wear a soft brace, or pavlet harness, to hold the ball portion of the joint firmly in its socket. This helps the socket mold to the shape of the ball. The brace will need to be worn for several months. 
If the child is older than six months, they'll need to have the bones moved into the proper position and then wear a full body cast for several months to hold them there. Sometimes the child needs surgery to fit the joint together correctly. If the dysplasia is more severe, the position of the hip socket can be corrected via a procedure called a paracetabular ostomy. During the surgery, the socket is cut free from the pelvis and then repositioned to match up better with the ball. Older individuals whose dysplasia has severely damaged their hips, causing arthritis, may need hip replacement surgery. Unfortunately, there isn't much you can do to prevent hip dysplasia from happening. Instead, it's vital to make sure you monitor your child for signs of the condition and report them as soon as possible to their doctor. Also, it's essential that you take them for their well checks as scheduled. By doing both of these, it's possible to catch the condition early, which will reduce the likelihood of complications. Hip dysplasia can be concerning for new parents. However, it can be corrected without causing a significant long-term impact. If you have any questions or concerns about hip dysplasia, please speak to your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the International Hip Dysplasia Institute's page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.